Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now, Fox and Stallion is offering special director's commentary to all Fable and Folly Plus supporters, still entirely ad-free. Fable and Folly Plus. Sign up today at fableandfolly.com slash plus. Fox and Stallion by Ian Gears and Lauren Grace Thompson. Part 2. The Case of the Three-Day Weekend. This is your flat. Yes. It sort of looks exactly the same. Oh, does it? I hadn't noticed. Anyway, welcome, Sarah, to 224B Baker Street, the operating centre for Fox and Stallion Gentleman Detectives. Is that two tables you got in your dining room? Well, the one on the left is actually specifically used for table tennis. Helps the mind expand. I was an early investor. But we do mostly just use it as a second table, so you're not wrong. I like your cat. Hmm? Oh, yes, that's Ambrosius. He's key to our whole operation. Oh, how's that? The feline mind is an enigma. A puzzle that begs solving. Isn't that right, Ambrosius? I always just thought of him as a mascot, but sure, puzzles. Right, so... Introductions. I am Hampton Fox, detective and gentleman. James Stallion, gentleman and detective. Again, Madge, neither. I bought the tea before, but I'm also a full-blown tourist, so do what you want with that. Sarah. Fletchley. As I said. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Right. Okay, then. So, my case is... Actually, you know what? What? I think I'd better go. But wait, you said you had a case. Yes, I do. For Mr. Holmes and Dr. Watson. And to be frank, I need the best detectives in London and I need them now. Well, then you're in luck because Holmes and Watson are actually out of town currently. How is that lucky? And left us in charge. Is that right? Yes, that is right. Right? They left us in charge of... Keeping their flat in order, pet sitting, mail sitting, house sitting, you know, as well as their cases, obviously. Case sitting. A case sitting. Thank you, James. Uh, so, if you have a case, we are happy to uh, sit on it. Look, Mr. Fawkes, Mr. Stallion, Mrs. Madge. It's Miss. Well, legally, it's Mrs., but that's... Yeah, legally, it's Mrs., but for you... It's Miss. Look, Olia, it's not that I don't trust you. I mean, I did just meet you breaking into someone's flat. It, it's just that I only have the weekend to claim my mother's name before she's hanged for a crime she didn't commit. So, unless you have a good track record of finding jewel thieves in a very short amount of time, I'm afraid I'll have to start hitching to Devonshire. Is that the title for something? No, but keep it. Mrs. Fletchley. Miss. 
I'm sorry? You said Mrs, but it's not. I'm just Miss. Really? You were saying, Mr. Fawkes? Uh, yes. I was. Sorry. I say a lot. It's kind of my thing. Most of it's good. Thank you. Anyway, yes. We can absolutely solve your case. We can? We can. Uh, We can. Are you sure? You don't even know all the details. You barely know any of the details. Missing jewels, mother in jail. You can fill us in on the rest whenever you are comfortable. Have you ever solved anything like this before? Well, nothing quite like this, but... But that is because we believe every case is different and deserves its own special handling. All right. Assuming I'm going along with this, do you have any sort of payment plan like Holmes and Watson, I'm sort of going through a particularly rough time right now. I didn't know they had a payment plan. Well, I guess that answers the mystery of how they get so many mysteries. Affordable bastards. Please, Miss Fletchley, with us you wouldn't have to pay anything. We work on a sort of, well, a pay-what-you-can model. It's actually, it's basically revolutionary. We do? It's not any different than what we've been doing. We believe everyone should have access to... Having their cases solved. So you just take cases for free? How are you able to stay open? Donations? I'm independently wealthy. He was hit by a carriage. Yes, independently. I don't think that makes any sense. Funny you should ask. I didn't. Because it's a great story. See, it all started five years ago on a bright, sunny day in Piccadilly Circus. That's not true, it was raining. Oh, I don't know about that. It was my first day in London. You think I'd remember if it was a torrential downpour? Anyway, there I was. It was my first day in London as well, which is why I know definitively that it was raining. I had just left a rainy climate for sunnier pastures, and when I arrived in the big city, oh look, more rain. It has to have been raining, because how else would... Right, right, I'm not there yet. Don't want to spoil the story. You'd think as my best friend he'd remember. I do! Where were you coming from? Tint whistle in Derbyshire. So, there I was, having just arrived in... It's funny, you don't have an accent. I thank God for that, and you for noticing. Anyway, there I was... Sorry. It's all right. Anyway, there I was, having just arrived from the small hamlet of Ashford in Surrey, when... I'm from Ashford as well. Everyone was sharing their stories. Just thought I'd chime in. Oh, is that how you two met? That is actually a funny story. See, it all started about 15 and a half years ago. No! No! Sorry, Madge, it's just... Right, go on with your boring story then. So, London, five years ago, in the rain, where we begin our scene. London, you beautiful mistress, lay ope your secrets, for I, Hampton Fox, am here to solve your mysteries. Look out, runaway carriage. All right, all right, give the boy some air. Oi, lad. You okay? I was just... What happened? You were standing in the middle of the street and the waste carriage almost hit you. Then that handsome gentleman pushed you out of the way. What a saviour. Which gentleman? James Stallion. Just arrived in London. Pleased to meet you. Hampton Fox. Also just arrived in London. Thank you for saving me. 
Are you all right? Well, I will admit the city is rather large and a bit intimidating, but... No, I mean, because you're bleeding from your leg and... Oh, God, is that bone. Huh, look at that. It is. Good eye, Hampton folks. You know, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful partnership. And since the waste carriage was technically city property, I was able to sue the City of London and settle for, let's just say, a truly negligent amount of money, which I used to make some simple investments. Indoor table tennis leagues, for one, hence the second table. I have a share in a company with these chaps I met at a party named the Scott Brothers who claim they're going to revolutionize the toilet paper industry. <laughs> it was far too funny to pass up. He was also an early investor in the phonograph. Oh, yes, that's a good one. Just imagine, Sarah, the ability to record anything, anywhere. Perfect for detective work, not to mention it'll revolutionize storytelling as we know it. Right. And those things were successful. They will be. And for now, well, in a funny way, wealth sort of perpetuates more wealth. I wouldn't know. I know, right? So, money's no problem for us. I'm not sure why this seemed like an appropriate time for your backstory, but here we are. We just want you to know that you can trust us. So, what is your story? I don't know if we've gotten there yet, but as for the case... Oh, right. That's what I meant. The case. Uh, you don't need to tell us anything you don't want to. Unless it pertains to the case. Right. Unless it pertains to the case. Of course. That's a... Yes. Well... Here's what happened. Excellent. Madge, take this down. James, take this down. If we're diving into the real thing, I'll get drinks. It's barely one o'clock in the afternoon. Thank you. Slow gin for me, please. Same, please. Okay, so my mum works for... Sarah. Sorry? What do you want? Gin? Whiskey? Failed batch of home-brewed ale? Oh, um, whatever you're having is fine. Brave girl. I like it. So, my mum... I'm sorry, shouldn't she be here for this? Ooh, Madge? No, it's fine. We can fill her in later. I assure you, Sarah, this is all part of the stallion and forks process. Drinking and walking away during the, uh... Right, um... <clears throat> so, my mum is the second floor housekeeper for Jonathan Crimeria's estate. Right, yes, Jonathan Crimeria... Why does that name sound familiar? Second richest family in Britain. Used to be in art collecting, then took a sharp pivot into philanthropy a few years ago. Then last month, they both died out of nowhere. It was in the standard for weeks. So annoying. Interesting. I wouldn't think there was a lot of money in philanthropy. There isn't. All right, one for me. Noted. Monday. I'm sorry? My mum's to be hanged on Monday. Just a reminder, in case anyone forgot. Also noted. Before the crime area's deaths, they were set to unveil a multi-million pound venture to assist the homelessness situation in London. Aw, that's great! But, as you can imagine, their untimely deaths have pretty much stopped the entire venture in its tracks. Not as great? Until Jonathan Crimeria broke his month-long mourning period with a gala auction last evening. Ladies and gentlemen, Esteemed guests, colleagues, peers, and friends who came just to enjoy the canapé, I see you. I'm afraid to announce a crime has been committed. One that I, Jonathan Crimeria, have perpetrated. 
However, my friends, before you cast your surprise and moral arrows, I must confess I was not alone. I am not the sole culprit. In fact, my accomplices are many. In even greater fact, I see some of them here this evening. And I would hope that they know who they are. Come forward! Those of you honest and brave enough to admit to your sins, be free of your guilt. Do not live like a prepubescent child in ignominy and fear. No one. Well then, it appears that I must be the one to shake this shrub and see what nuts fall to the furnace. Because I'm afraid, my friends, that all of you are guilty of this crime. And that crime is a lack of empathy. Bit of a walk, I know, but I got you there. It was on me. I did it again. <laughs> but in all seriousness. <clears throat> See? Serious face is on. We have all, you and I, been guilty of abandoning good folk like you and me. The homelessness situation in England is really, truly bad. And trust me, I wish we could continue to ignore our destitute neighbours and enjoy what is sure to be another classic England summer, but we simply can. Not. The recent rise in attacks on our homeless citizens, mixed with the rumours, as outlandish as they may be, of a golem-type figure stalking the sewers of our fair city can no longer be ignored. And that is why I've gathered you all here. The creme de la creme de la cream to make a difference. To do what we wealthy cretins are best at. Affecting positive community change through large-scale financial donations. And while I'm sure every single one of you good-hearted, caring, and wealthy individuals would push a child into traffic at the opportunity to give away your hard-earned money for charity, I figured there was... No harm in sweetening the pot with a little auction of some of the Crimea family's most prized possessions. Hmm? For, as I'm sure you're all aware from the standard sterling obituary, my parents valued nothing in the world more than their philanthropic ventures. Nothing at all. So, without further ado, may I introduce the first item up for bid? The Crimeria family jewels! A bit extravagant, I know, but why waste your time with artisan cheeses and candelabras? We'll start the bidding at 100 pounds. Oscar! If you would, please open the case. And when they did, the case was completely empty. The jewels had disappeared. Incredibly detailed! You have no idea how easy you make a detective's job with this much... detail. Extremely expressive, too. Anybody ever tell you you're a beautiful storyteller? Not yet. You're a beautiful storyteller. Thank you. Just one question, Miss Fletchley. Of course. You said all of the most important people in London were there. Yeah. So, I suppose the question begs... Why wasn't I invited? Or conversely, what happened next? Oscar, 
Another brandy? Now, Jonathan. What? As if an inspector from Scotland Yard has never seen someone in distress. I'm sure you've seen people act in a slurry of disparaging ways, or worse than a bit of drink, Inspector... Archibald Cartwright, sir. And Ephraim McMurphy, Constable Ephraim McMurphy, since we're doing introductions. The finest the city could spare, I'm sure. Thank you, sir. So, what are you thinking, Cartwright? Well, first, we, we'll need a bit more information before we start. Right, me too, cos I just don't get it, see? To me, it doesn't add up. Would you like me to go over the events of the evening again? Huge speech up top, hand-dampening anticipation. Ooh, here comes the jewels! Oops, they're gone! Would you like me to slow it down? Jonathan. I think we can all follow that. It's only four steps. Now, uh, Mr. Crimea, can you think of any reason why someone would want to steal the jewels? I'm ashamed to say, but I can think of a few. I'll begin with the fact that they're jewels! Jonathan! Quite all right, quite all right. Just, um, yeah, walked right into that one. <laughs> uh, we're trying to create a timeline. Uh, we're not trying to upset you. And we know that, Inspector. We do. If I can speak plainly on behalf of Jonathan and the entire Crimea household, I am Purina Sazerac, the Crimea's accountant. Crimea's had their own accountant? Yes, they did. It's me, Purina Sazerac. And again, many apologies for Jonathan's stress. It's been... An increasingly difficult month. Here, here. Those jewels, well, they were incredibly important to the late crime areas. And they were my bloody inheritance! And you were about to auction them off too. Oh, that's all just a damn shame. Absolutely. I can't even imagine how someone in your position is able to cope. What is that supposed to mean? Is he joking? Is that a joke? Uh... Obviously not, Jonathan. The inspector is just trying to share his concern. It's good to have someone on the case with a vested interest. Is that right, Inspector? Are you concerned? Of course. Uh, Scotland Yard doesn't hire anyone unless they can prove how much they despise crime. In fact, one of the original slogans was, We arrest because we detest crime. Ha <laughs> ha. Ha. Catchy. Well, however painfully on the nose, it certainly sends a comforting message. And I didn't even know that, but I can assure you it's not a joke, because it wasn't even funny. Thank you, Constable McMurphy. I got you, partner. Obviously tensions are high because of the tragedy these jewels' disappearance has caused. The late crime area's initiatives in the East End, the Rookery, Bemondsey. These were the locations for the last great project of the Crimeerias before their tragic simultaneous passing one month ago to the day, the Homes for the Homeless initiative. Imagine you died suddenly and tragically before you could cut the ribbon on your life's work. And help out the homeless. Yes, that too. Those priceless family heirlooms were to be auctioned off to solve homelessness. It's exactly what my parents would have wanted. If we don't recover them, it will be a stain on not only the Crimea name, but on the very act of philanthropy itself. Well, trust us, sir. Your pride is our number one priority. Thank you. Now, who was the last person to come into contact with the jewels? I hadn't been in the study since roughly 4.17pm this afternoon when my gentleman's club dispersed after our weekly game of Blind Man's Buff. At which time Oscar here was standing guard, yes? 
Yeah. Oh, apologies. I had forgotten you were here. Good. I'm quiet like that. But anyway, uh, that was it. Until Miss Sazerac brought the jewels down for the auction around 8 o'clock. And were the jewels in the display chest when you brought them down? I'm ashamed to say I didn't check. The curtains were drawn and I assumed all for the best. It was asinine and unforgivable. I spend every waking second contemplating whether my punishment is better served in a sanitarium or at the bottom of the Thames. Right. And you, uh, Oscar? Yeah. Oh, God. Now you're over there. Hello. Ah, did you, <clears throat> did you abandon your post at any point during the afternoon? Nah, I ain't no dessert. Not even to take a wee? Mick Murphy. I apologise, Mr. Uh... Uh, Oscar, that is... What? It's nature! Man's gotta go if a man's gotta go. Yeah. What? I was here for four hours. Can you hold a wee for four hours? Yes. Not anymore. I tripped off with two ticks to use the loo. Sorry, boss. Well, normally I'd say it's fine, but right now I feel vindicated in my shock. Did you notice anything different about the room when you returned? Oh, yeah. Care to elaborate? The cleaning bird was in. Mrs. Fletchley. Sorry, who is Mrs. Fletchley? Eliza Fletchley, the housekeeper in charge of all the second floor rooms. But that would be impossible because she wasn't shifted to work last night. Exactly. I gave her and the rest of the staff the night off to work the auction. See, that's what I thought too. Until I saw this fall out of her pocket. No. Well, this one's got some twists and turns, don't it? Miss Sazerac, that wouldn't happen to be the key to open the display chest where the jewels were being kept, would it? Bone-shakingly unlikely, considering there is only one copy of the key and it is in my... I seem to have... um... You don't have it? Why don't you have it? What kind of an accountant are you? I'm sorry, Jonathan, but I must have been robbed. What? No! I keep the key hidden on my person at all times for safekeeping. So how did Eliza Fletchley end up with it then? Is this behaviour out of the ordinary for Mrs. Fletchley? Uh, To be where she... mm, shouldn't? I'd say so. She's been a maid in the Crimea estate since I was but a boy. She practically raised me, taught me maths, how to poach an egg, skating. She was the one who broke the news to me that both of my parents simultaneously passed away in their sleep last month. There's... There's no way. She's just a sweet old woman. Actually, come to think of it, she did run into me. Yesterday! I was rounding the East Wing Corridor to check on arrangements for the gala and she ran right into me. You don't think... Impossible. Miss Sazerac, did your, um person come into contact with anyone else in the 24 hour preceding the events of the gala? Great question. What? Me? Absolutely not. I'm one of the most trusted members of the board of the Crimea Estate. I did not get to where I am today by letting everyone and their mother come into contact with my person. I'm a professional, for God's sake. I wasn't implying anything to the contrary. Um, here, let's let's take a moment, recompose, uh, begin building out this timeline again. Oh. Oh. Uh, if I think what Inspector Cartwright here means is we should go have a chat with Mrs. Eliza Fletchley. Hey, Thank go. God. Right, Inspector? That is... Uh, Mr. Crimea, you seem to think this is beyond her temperament. Is there anything else we should know? Yes, Inspector. Though I wish it weren't the case, 
I believe that whatever measure of sugar one may possess, an equal measure of cyanide may also be found. Right. <sighs> I mean, how do you not with a line like that? Gentlemen, Miss Sazerac, I don't think we need to hear any more. Housemaid here on a night off, access to the jewels, sneaking in when the guard's having a wee. I'd say we got our man. Hey, Inspector, open and shut case. They're going to love you down at the yard. Sazerac can help you with Miss Fletchley's address. Oscar? I'm so sorry, gentlemen, but as you can see, this is a lot for Mr. Crimeria to swallow. It has been an unbearably difficult month. You said. I did, but that's because it has been. Obviously, we want to be of use to Scotland Yard in any capacity that we can, so please, if you need anything, you have the full support of House Crimeria behind you. Miss Sazerac, you have no idea how much that means. So, her address? Incredible detail. Anything else? Yes. It would have been absolutely impossible for my mother to steal that key. She can't even play a game of snooker anymore. What makes them think she's some sort of pickpocketing savant? Mothers are tricky. They could have a lot of special skills you'd have no idea about. Look, if I'm being honest, my mother hasn't been herself for a bit now. She forgets things, loses her way. I I take care of her the best I can, but I can only do so much. I I work too. Sarah, I have to ask, is it possible she stole the jewels on accident? Or that she forgot? You don't understand. They don't tell her anything. They don't tell anyone who works there anything. They don't trust people like us to know those things, so she wouldn't have even known the jewels were there, much less which key to use or who had it. Do you know any reason why she might have had the key on her, then? She's a cleaning lady, what do you think? She picks things up that rich people drop all the time. It's the job. They make a mess, we clean it up, and we don't ask questions where it came from. But I'm not letting her pick up this mess. She has given enough to them. And when the police came to your house, did they find anything, the jewels? No, they didn't, because there was nothing to find. I was there when she came home. She had the exact same thing she left with. I would have noticed if something was different. I know my mum. Is that what you told the police when they questioned her? They weren't much interested in questioning anyone. I don't think anyone spoke one word to me. They didn't care. Jonathan Crimeria made up his mind, and so did they. And on Monday, she is going to hang for it. All right! Two slow gins for the dickheads in the house, and two timber doodles for the ladies. Oh, yes, thank you. Mm, yum, yum, yum! Um, thank you. Now... Mm, all right, cheers. What should we cheers to? This is... Oh, great point, James. It's a waste if we don't. Okay, okay. Hmm. Two... To the first of many. Here, here. To, to the, the first, first of, of many. many. The first of many what? I'm sorry? The first of many what? Oh, shit. The first of many wonderful interactions we'll have through this case. Oh, Christ, Hampton, just tell her. I can't watch you flounder like this, gone from funny to sad real quick. All right, Sarah. Um, so this is actually, although we are past due, uh, our first case. And you waited until now to tell me this because... 
Because it hadn't come up? Look, I'm sorry, but this was clearly a mistake. No, Sarah, wait, we can explain. Let him explain. Look, I just can't really risk this whole thing on you. Thank you for the tea and the booze, Miss Madge. Oh, the pleasure was very much mine. Give us the weekend. What? Give us the weekend. You said your mum gets hanged in four days on Monday, right? Three. What? Three days. Three days what? My mother is hanged in three days. No. Is it Friday already? I thought it was Saturday. I just kind of go with it. Goodbye. Wait. No, no, no. Three days. You said it was three days. Give us those three days to find the jewels that were stolen and... To be clear, you don't need to find the jewels. I don't care about the jewels. You just need to clear my mum's name. Even better. One less thing to do. I'm terrible at multitasking. You're not helping yourself the way you think you are. Give us the weekend to clear your mum's name. And if we haven't figured it out by then, then I will personally meet Sherlock Holmes at the train station and ensure that he solves the case himself. I promise, Sarah, we'll do everything we can. I will do everything I can. You promise? I do. (sighs) Three days. Wait, really? Hanson, you have to stop. Please, don't make me regret this. Now, I must get to work. If you uncover anything, you can find me at the Flagon Park in Whitechapel until 2am. Or in general, just leave a message for me there. Herb the pub man will make sure I get it. That sounds familiar. Have you been there before? Not yet, but I'll make it a point to now. Well, if dives you a cup of tea, we're always poor, and I'm afraid some of us aren't independently wealthy. Very true. Yes, well, uh, we will get started right away and provide you with status rewards if, um, anything comes up. Mr. Fawkes, I hope you're serious about this. Well, if I'd known you had plans, I wouldn't have made such an extravagant... Oh, yeah, almost forgot. The timber doodle. (sighs) Is that nutmeg? Cloves. It's delicious. I know you said you're going to do your best, but please do. It's my mum. Wow! I know. What a palette. Well, what are we waiting for? And I can't believe I actually get to say this. We've got a mystery to solve. God, that felt good. Fox and Stallion is written and directed by Ian Gears and Lauren Grace Thompson. This episode was sound designed by Sarah Bujinski and original music was composed by Baldemar. This episode featured Jeremy Thompson as Hampton Fox, Chris Vizaraga as James Stallion, Katie McLean Hainsworth as Madge Stallion, Lauren Grace Thompson as Sarah, Tommy Maloof as Jonathan Crimeria, Sean Fouch as Archie Cartwright, Ian Gears as Constable McMurphy, Tina Munoz Pandya as Sazerac, Mike Wee as Oscar, and Sarah Price and Daniel Milhouse as the bystanders. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at 224BBaker or on our website, 224BBaker.com. Join us next time for part three, The Case of the Ticking Clock.
the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into the wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have like a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? That'll literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just uh, take cover. Okay. She's, she's a good pilot, everyone. <laughs> she's very good. And friendship. Aww. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts.